Fight! Wow, Julia's getting your stuff ready. I will greet you. Welcome to another Frankenstein or Franken Culture Wrestling Podcast. As always, I am Martin, the hostess with the mostest. And bitches, it was my birthday. All of y'all bitches, none of you said happy birthday. So all of my viewers out there, I hate you. Not really. I'm 33. I'm old. Old. Shut up. You're like 40. And you don't know how to work I'm, I am literally the same age as you. You're literally ancient I, as fuck. I was, and you I was, don't know okay, how to no, work I'm, computers. I'm, yo, that's fact. That's fact. Yeah, I know. You fucking. Listen, I'm listen. sure your first telephone was actually a pigeon. The Golden Girls are my spirit animal. We know it. At least the Golden Girls could use technology. Yeah, you know. Advanced. What do you do? Yeah. You twerk. You try to twerk. You can't I even can't. Twerk. I can't twerk. You got that right. You got that mm. damn right. It ain't even. You can throw yourself out windows. That's all you can do. I don't know when that happened, but okay. Uh, anyways, yeah. Anyways, we have Julia here. We have Julia here. She's with us. Uh, Cliff has decided to be a fuck nut. Uh, He's (laughs) on. He's listening. But, um, yeah, he he is driving home, so I I refuse to let him be distracted. So uh, he will be joining us shortly. Um, the original plan for today was to talk about things that were, we were disappointed in, uh, this year, uh, in WWE, in wrestling. And since Cliff can't be on time, I said, fuck it. We'll (laughs) save that for another day. I want to talk about something else. So we're going to talk about, because we have TLC this weekend. Yes. Um, last pay-per-view of 2018. The year has fucking flown by. I'm alone. I'm um, thankful. I 2018 can suck all the bags of dicks. Wasn't as bad as 2016 though. Let's just let's just agree to that. No, I mean, yeah, that's that's fact. But 2018 that, that year was garbage. 2018 Our, was rough for me. I mean, it was great because I had some awesome things happen, like the year I got married. Welcome. Um, and oh, all that, that. Yeah, that too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, that's well, important. Was, well, yeah, well, it was like I think there was a lot of stuff with like bittersweet moments. Like, yeah, I got married, but like my grandmother, who was like, we were focusing a lot of the wedding around because she was sick with Parkinson's disease, oh, she passed away sick. literally the week bef- of my wedding. So it was like everything was kind of bittersweet, but you know, whatever. She was still there. That's how I look at it. I had her ring. I had her ring and everything. She was with Randy Savage, Macho Man, looking down at you, like, oh yeah. Were, they were doing elbow drops in the sky. There you go. That's you right. Go. So but, since 2018 is ending, I wanted to go through uh, some of the best rivalries and some of the best matchups and slash matches that we have seen. Um, okay. So I already did, because IGN put out the article earlier today, and I don't want you guys looking it up to look at the spoilers and everything, because I want, I want you to really be genuine and authentic. Um, but they put out their top 10 WWE matches of 2018. Um, and I, I want to go, I want to read this, I want to read this list along with some other lists. Okay. And I want to 
gauge reactions. Um, I also found um, some other websites that have top five WWE matches, 10 WWE matches, but it's just main roster without NXT, which we know like 90% of the best matches in WWE have been NXT. Let's just be real. Um, And then I pulled up some of the best feuds as well. So we're just going to throw right into it. Um, Again, going to base this off of the IGN article by Matt Fowler, who is huge, 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 huge wrestling fan. Uh, he posts articles almost all the time on IGN. I know it's a video game website, but IGN, um, Matt, he he has some pretty good opinions about stuff when it comes to WWE and wrestling in general. So, all right. um, my opinion. Um, so number, we're gonna start off with number ten. Uh, his ten top ten best: Oscar uh, versus Charlotte at WrestleMania 34. Okay. Okay. I, this was this was a good match. It's the match that broke Asuka's streak. Um, right. After what, like two years, two and a half years of being undefeated, Asuka surpassing Goldberg's undefeated streak in matches. Uh, the match had it all, in my opinion. Uh, it was the standout match of WrestleMania 34. It had grand entrances for both the ladies. It had, you know, that oomph. That, that 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 feel because it was like championship versus streak thing, you know. Right. They're NXT. Oscar's coming off of a great NXT run. She's got that that boost. She just won the Royal Rumble, uh, and then you got Charlotte, who's just who was just kicking ass and taking names. So, right. I I liked it. I liked yeah. that match. It was entertaining too. I think that that like when that was going on i think it was uh kind of like the precursor for more of this year with the ronda getting called up and all that because it was a great match it was solid um i think we're getting very i think we're getting a lot closer to women main eventing wrestlemania i think that's i honestly think that's what they're shooting for with becky versus ronda this year at mania Mm -hmm. If, if if it doesn't main event this year it's main event next year if they don't main event it this year they're wasting some really good wind because they're kind of screwing. Well, not they're not kind of. They're screwing themselves this year with a lot mm-hmm. of their stuff. So uh, I thought it was really strong. I thought they both looked good. There was, I mean, there's obviously some moments where I'm like, oh, I would, I, I wish they would have done this different. But that's with every damn match you watch because everybody's their own booker. You know, everybody's like, oh, I could have booked that better. But it was a good match. I think they looked really, really strong. Um. I I liked um, that Charlotte's the one that took the streak. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't Charlotte, I would have been fine with Becky because those two are my go-to right now. I I'm over Bailey and Sasha. Not yeah. I'm 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 just kind of like whatever you guys do, that's great. Be your tag team. I don't I I like them as a tag team, and I don't mind if they would be the first women's tag team. That's fine because cool. They've got their best friend thing. But I, I, the pillars right now. You shut your mouth. It's the iconic duo that's going to do that. Oh no, I don't. Well, I, because they're probably going to do it on both both things. So I feel like they're going to switch everything up. So I don't mind if there's a, a women's SmackDown and a women's Raw, and you got iconic duo, and then you have the Bailey Sasha thing. That's fine because I think they're I both. I feel like that's too much though. I, yeah, but it's WWE. Do you think they give a shit? For this, yeah, I think I think they other- might. They might actually. They might. But either see for me, either one. I don't because I like iconic duo too. Either one could be fine. But for me, I'm like keep them in the yeah I tag guess. division. Yeah. But you know, 
I like the Becky, the Charlotte, because they're strong. Um, Becky's my damn hero right now. Her sh- fucking shade at Corey Graves the other day on Twitter gave, gave me so much life. I was like, oh, oh, oh my God, I you love you. Uh, she was so good. I mean, when she called, when she said that, uh, what was it? Something like, you're Heenan like, you know, talking about his, co- you know, his commentary yes. with yes, Heenan yes, Light. Yes. I was like, bitch. And she, I'm went, like, she threw out the old. She school. went there. She went there, and you didn't give a shit. I love when you're there. Please go back there again. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it all the way. So I, I was a big fan of that match. I, I thought they looked strong. I hope there's more matches with them. I hope oh, they. Yeah. I hope they don't. I like that Asuka's a part of the TLC match because I got really worried they were going to drop her out because I think she's she's good. I think if once we have um, Io, uh, that Io, Io. Um, was, yeah, Io I was, I want to fucking say Io. I don't know why because I get white for a second, but Io Shirai. And because then I think one of Saturn's moons is Io and it's spelled the same way. That's probably why. Um, but then like uh, you have uh, what? Um, Kyrie saying, mm. so you get them up. Like I think, if they didn't have um, Oscar as strong when they arrived, I think we'd be it'd be a little it would be rough. It wouldn't be fair because I think Oscar it, it would be fantastic watching them all fight each other and shit and right. fuck, make a damn faction out of that. I'm fine, whatever. That's you what know. We- Wanted us uh, a bad girl Australian faction with Emma and the Iconics, but we didn't uh, get I know, that. No, but if we get Renee Ripley, isn't she fucking Australian or is she new? She's Australian. She's Aussie. Oh yeah, well there you go. She's the fucking NXT champion, nah. right? For the she's UK, the, she's the UK women's champion. Yeah, yeah but so. it, but I don't think she it. fits. She doesn't fit that mold. No, but you, you never know. If she's going to do another repackaging. So by no, the time this, she, this gimmick is too good for her, she's doing she's kicking. Oh no, I th- I think it's good, but I'm not saying that the WWE or her are going to make a bad decision and do another re gimmick. <laughs> yeah, we never know it's, about that. You never know. That's why I like when people are like, "What do you think's gonna happen on TLC?" I'm like, I don't fucking know. I really don't. Vince McMahon's showing up on Monday Night Raw. We never know, know what's happening that. anymore. I know what's happening. At least in the in in, in the realm of like. Charlotte, Asuka, and Becky. I know that we're going to... Pro- this This match is probably going to be the one that seals the show. It's kind of concluded. Oh, well, duh, yeah. That's going to be fantastic. It's, it's going to continue on almost the kind of, like, as we alluded to in the past couple SmackDowns, that it's building up off of the WrestleMania, what happened at 34. And it's probably, since it's WrestleMania season now, it's going to probably lead into something at Rumble or Mania for both these girls. Like, it's going to... that's This part of the story is going to lead into that. So I can't hopes. wait. I have high hopes for this. I can't I'm wait to see. I'm so probably sorry. not going to watch all of TLC, but Charlotte Becky Oscar at TLC going to be fantastic. Um, number nine, number nine, right quick. Um, see, so for this, for me, this one, I don't remember this. I remember the feud. I don't remember this match, and that just goes to say something because it was raw. Um, Seth Rollins versus The Miz at Backlash. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's now, not, I don't know that's... if this was after, like the the pay per view directly after the the shakeup or not. Um, but I do know that they had the Miz, Finn Balor, and Seth had a barn burner of a match at Mania, 
And then this was feud cultivating afterwards with Miz losing the title and everything. Um, yeah, I don't... This, this wasn't, to me, all that memorable. Out of, like, all the matches throughout 2018, like, I looked at this, I had to read what he wrote about it. Yeah, like, Seth is a top shining baby face of Raw that was just stuck at the IC level, and if he was on SmackDown, he would have been WWE champ. I agree with that. But this mm-hmm. match specifically, I would have to go back and rewatch because I, I, it doesn't stand out. Like, the matches... No, the I'm looking... stand out. I went on their, the WWE website because I was like, bitch, I don't remember this one. And I'm looking at it, and the only thing that's striking me is I think I remember it slightly because of the fact that um, Seth Rollins had the obnoxious green t- uh, on his uh, tights. Yep. Uh, that's that's about it. But other mm-hmm. than that, I am barely remembering this. But And this is the thing that's frustrating me about WWE in general is they are doing that a lot. Where they are just, they're pumping in a feud, they're just letting it happen, and then it fizzles away, and then they're on to the next thing. Yeah. It's like, motherfucker, if I, watching it back in the day, you know, we'll go the Attitude Era, which I hate, sometimes I hate doing that because I feel like it, people compare this shit to the Attitude Era way too much. Attitude Era happened. Well, it's like, it it happens, but like, sometimes you, people, some, some people need to chill the fuck out on it, but like, legit, um, back in the, I mean, Rock versus Stone Cold multiple times at Mania, multiple fucking pay-per-views, storyline after storyline after storyline after storyline. It carried it was up and it was down. You you like not this just, person, you they switch pay-per-view, like a bunch of pay-per-views. You know, I mean, rem- they even switched it to where Stone Cold was the damn heel and fucking Rock was the face, and everyone still loved it. Right, they don't, and they don't invest the matches, that way anymore. The they matches weren't back to back. The matches weren't back to back. That's the whole either. point. Is like they would still have their feud, but they would fight another person while still hating each other. Right. So they, they could still that. hate each other, but like no, whoa, they're whoa, whoa, they, whoa, it's Julie, like Julie, Julie, yeah. whoa, you are yeah. asking WWE main roster writers to have complex storylines. Whoa. I know, I know. I'm asking too much. I'm asking too much. I gotta chill. I mean, we get that. Now. I need. I need to sit my happy ass down. I need to sit my happy ass down. That's that's all you're getting. That's all your NXT is. That's all you're getting. I need you to calm the fuck down. I am calming the fuck down. I am. Where's your husband? Tell. Where's your husband? He needs to put you back in the kitchen for a minute. Oh motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, you're lucky. Yeah, I no. love you. <laughs> So, but I agree with you. Like, it's it, that one gets kind of lost in the shuffle with how many matches Miz and Seth Rollins had. I mean, I, I don't doubt that he rewatched some of these matches to really feel like this was worthy. But for me personally, I'd have to go rewatch it because it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't re- physically remember it. Um, now, this one, this next one I do remember. Uh, number eight, he has AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe at Super Showdown in Australia. Um, yeah. This one I remember. This one, I, I really like this feud in general um, because it had to really pick. It, they had to really bring AJ Styles a feud to really pick himself up after the whole Dick Puncher, Shinsuke Nakamura feud. Oh my kinda, god! Which it had high hopes. It, it had the potential to get there, but the booking of it and the matches—whoever was producing the matches—it um, just didn't pan out. They didn't. It didn't. 
And so, but I do love, I do love the little memes and gifts that came out of there. Yes. Like, but that video that they made, the uh, Nakamura's um, intro, how he has the music video now. Yeah, but I like that. They, they did the translation where it just talked about punching in the nuts instead. They changed the lyrics. I don't know if you've seen it, but no. they like the, they changed the subtitles to it, and it was just talking about punching in the nuts. And I was like, okay, internet. That's hilarious. I was like, I, hilarious. I was like, I see you, internet. I see you. I so, like it. Uh, this one said that uh, he uh, Matt said that you had to uh, navigate through the waters of a terrible husband father quasi home invasion storyline. Um, yeah, I kind of like yeah. it. I kind of like I, it I, off of the person personal beef because most wrestling fans know that. They have been working together now for quite some time in Ring of Honor, in the independents, especially TNA slash Impact. Like, yeah, there's wrestling there, fans. It's not like the right. back in the day when they know, oh my God, right. we don't. I mean, WWE wants to not acknowledge other wrestling right. promotions. As much that we know they're now. there. Thanks. Right. We know they're there. It's so, okay. So the fact that they, Wendy was involved and everything else like that, I liked that. I I thought it gave. I thought it was a good throwback to back oh, in the yeah. day when they would do that shit, like with Pillman and his family, and Undertaker yeah. with Sarah with DDP yeah. and everything. Like oh that. my god, Corey when DDP Wilson. was creepy stalker dude. Yep, <laughs> DDP with Al and Don yep. Marie. So mm-hmm. it, it this had a little bit of like of a throwback, but it still kept it to where, uh, you know, they still made it about the wrestling because that's one thing that these two really know how to fucking do. And that is fucking put on a fucking a barn burner. I've been using that a lot this podcast. I need to not say that anymore. If 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 I say barn burner again, just punch me in the dick. Um, uh, no, they, put on, they put on. They put on. I don't know how to matches. do. I, I I don't know how to punch you in the dick all the way from Michigan. I don't know how to do that. I'm fine. Do it through the internet. Oh yeah, internet dick punches. Yeah, sending you all the gifts. There you go. Uh, but this one, yeah, I definitely agree with this one being on the list because it was it was good. Um, do I? It was a good match, but compared to the other matches on this list, does it deserve to be top 10? Once we see that there's other ones missing, I don't know. But this one was a good match, and I can see it being a main roster top 10. Um, Moving on to Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Stephanie McMahon and Triple H at number 7. A fun match. Yeah, it was a fun match. It It was Ronda's first uh first you know moment on the big stage so it had a lot of people hyped for that to see what she would and could do um a lot of people went in with very little expectations we thought it was all just going to be like a punch and kick fest uh what right. she what she delivered was by far probably the most um I can't think of the word that I want to use. A lot of people were taken aback. A lot of people had to bite their, like, put their foot in their mouths. Because they, they, they yeah, Ronda showed up and showed out. Fantastic debut. Fantastic match. I think the only thing that I, if I had to complain about this match, was the runtime. For some yeah. reason, Hunter really, this year, really liked to give himself really long matches. <laughs> For no reason this year? whatsoever. Hold on, hold oh, on, yeah. hold on, hold on. This year? Don't you mean every year that Hunter is on the damn roster, which is no, every day? I mean, he I mean, can, 
Uh, yeah, but he was really he, the last couple manias. He's been like super like dick shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look so at me. This year me, with like his matches though. with Taker, the DX and Farthers of Destruction match, his match with John Cena. I think his match with John Cena was his lead, his 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 quickest match. Um, but yeah, no, I th- I think that was the only thing. Like they could have gotten to that finish a lot quicker mm-hmm. and still had the great outcome. Right. of the match because at one point I, w- I was like I was over it. I still like the match what continued but there was a certain point where you're just exhausted with all the false finishes and everything. Um, yeah. um, but it still delivered what it was supposed to do and that was basically showing off that Ronda has been training her ass off and she can hold her own in the ring with two big veterans like Kurt and uh, Hunter and then Steph was just a great catalyst for building upon her baby faceness. Right, I can agree to that. That to so. me, like that match was like one of the best matches of of the card. And obviously, oh we yeah, no, the- it was great. Um, one of the things I did like about that match too was that um, Triple H had his moment with Ronda. Uh-huh. in the ring and like so many people were hyped because like he, she was here she is doing flips or th- throwing him for flips here she is landing punches here she is trying to do the arm bar there's a lot of cool stuff that was going on in that match that uh that you know it just went i just think it was just meant to showcase how great ronda has been doing you know being that she was so green in a so green in the ring it was it was her debut match right, right. And it definitely right. showed that kurt can still wrestle like a lot of people, again, we know that Kurt can wrestle because he was still wrestling in TNA. He he was still doing you know pretty good stuff there. Um, but we know that WWE has different standards, uh, right. fitness and wellness and everything else like that. And- See, I'm gonna I'm gonna be slightly a little different. I was mad on the match, and it's only because I. I was, it's not, nothing having to do with Rhonda, and I, and, and that's, I want to put that out there, it was nothing to do with Rhonda, it was, I'm tired of seeing Kurt, I'm tired of seeing Stephanie, I'm tired of seeing Triple H, I would have rather mm. have her had her debut match against, I mean, I can get having people that are, she was comfortable with, that are, are, profe- that have been in the career, you know, the business a lot longer, that right. can be able, I can understand that babying, you know, I mean, because that's that's important. It's important. You got to make sure they know what they're doing. However, I just, I I think I would have liked it a little bit more if it would have been against somebody else. Um, because um, the one thing that happens is you when Stephanie can't communicate, it's obvious as hell. And so if she can't communicate and she has somebody that's new in the ring that's trying to read off of her it does get noticeable. So there was moments yeah. where it was, it wasn't tight enough for me personally. And that's where I went. I think I wish you would have done it with somebody else. Cause I think it would have been, uh, I think it would have been better. I, I would have loved to see Rhonda around personally. I would have loved to see Rhonda in fucking NXT. We knew it wasn't going to happen, but I would have loved to see her in NXT. I'd love to see her with the girls. I'd love to see them do their shit over there because I think there were, I think there's been enough women on them rosters right. up and down. That would have been perfect against her. Like to tighten it up, good communication and everything. So, so I said I was met on the match, and it wasn't because of Rhonda. It, it it was more because I don't think it did her as much of a service as I wanted it to. If that makes sense, like it was good, but it's like I get sick and tired of seeing Shane McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H, 
fuck it, I'm tired of seeing the McMahons in a goddamn match. Like, I fucking threw a table when fucking Shane won the World Cup thingy, or whatever the oh, hell it all was. Alright, alright, you just ended you it. Know? You, you ended, you killed it. Moving on, you talked about but, Shane in the World Cup. Fuck that. Fuck that, we're done. We're not can, I, can I break something up, though? Yeah. <sighs> Previously, sure. right, um, you guys had just talked about the, the Seth Rollins versus the Miz match, right? And yeah. I was trying to get my two cents in, but unfortunately, my microphone wasn't picking up at the time. No, so if you remember, they had the superstar shakeup and they sent Miz over, but Miz was still trying to challenge for his rematch clause at Backlash. And uh, then that was a second match that was on for tonight. Oh, the rest of the card was forgettable. Like, you're not going to remember any of the matches. I like, don't remember the card. That, that would make sense. Yeah, Ruby Riot and Bailey kicked off the card. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember also, the card. That was also when Samoa Joe was on SmackDown talking trash to Roman Reigns about how he was going to take his, take him uh, out. Yeah. Oh, that like, okay. That, that was... Yeah, yeah. That's why you don't remember it. It's because... The only match on the whole card that was worth a damn was, was that fucking the match. Miz. <laughs> was the Miz versus Rollins match. Like that was it. Everything else was forgettable. That's but sad. I remember like a few spots in that match where like even a crowd, like they got super hyped. And it was almost to the point where the crowd got so hyped that the rest of the card couldn't match what they were putting out. Right, right, right. Well, oh. if this makes sense though, like they're those two are good professionals. That if there's going to be a, a match that gets people hyped, it's going to have the two of them in it. You know what I mean? I believe the two of them can work the crowd enough. They're smart. They know well, how to I mean, read it. it. Rollins is Rollins, enough said. And then Miz has definitely proved himself for like the umpteenth time that he can carry a match and be fucking top heel. So yeah. it doesn't surprise me. It's just, again... Maybe it was maybe like it was Cliff said. Maybe it was the rest of the card that really. Yeah, honestly, that, that what it seems like to me because they do they do a good job about making some stuff like. But like, again, does it belong on the list with the rest of the stuff that's on the list and what's missing? So let's move on. Um, right. Number six, personally for me, doesn't belong on this list. I mean, I get it, it's an opinion piece, but for me, this match is nowhere near my top ten. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. It had its moments. I like that, man. I liked it too, but d- top 10? No. No, not, not top 10. Way. It's not top 10 worthy for me. You knew what the outcome was. It's just, you knew what the end result was going to be. Yeah, the guest was in the ride and how you were going to get there. But to me, coming off a fresh win as WWE champion, um, and, a, and a heel turn, and a heel turn. And it was just like, what the hell is going to happen? I get that the X factor was the what if, but we knew Brock wasn't good. Brock wasn't going to lose. Brock wasn't going to tap. And it was just almost like a shot for, sh- like what he says, it was almost a shot for shot remake of AJ Styles Survivor Series stab at the Beast a year prior. And I felt like it was like a two, there was two halves to that match, right? So like the first half, obviously we knew what was going to happen. It was going to be Suplex City all over the place. All of us collectively probably just held our breath as like Daniel Bryan's being thrown around. We're like, God, please don't get another concussion because we just, we don't they need just came right? back. We don't, yeah, we don't need that devil on our shoulder again. And it's like the ref got distracted and Daniel Bryan was able to hit that kick to the grind. Everybody saw that the point in that match changed. And I think that's why that match got such high praise was because Daniel Bryan and Brock Lesnar were able to showcase two halves of a match and they were excellent at both sides. And 
it doesn't matter like how you want to put it but it was scripted very i thought it was scripted very well as far as like top 10 matches of the year i'd have to go back and look man because if we're not including 205 and we're only including raw and smackdown we're we're halfway through the list when when we get through this list and you go back and look at this like i don't want you looking at the list right now i i want you to not look it up i want you to just listen and react um but yeah no there's some of these things that on this list and with some of these things that aren't on this list that make it kind of questionable like did you watch everything so can you can you recap um 10 so, through yeah so um we're we're halfway through the list right now uh, again i'm going through matt fowler he is an editor and uh content creator on ign he wrote uh earlier today the top 10 wb matches of 2018 his opinion of course and we're just commenting on it um so far he has said oscar versus charlotte at wrestlemania 34 seth rollins versus miz for the ic title at backlash aj styles versus samoa joe at super so- showdown uh ronda and kurt versus stephanie mcmahon and triple h at wrestlemania 34 and then we just got done covering uh dana bryan versus brock lesnar that happened at survivor series last month um real quick julie you have any comment on number six because it was mainly cool. uh yeah, well uh, no not really like that's that's how it meant well it's if this makes sense any <clears throat> any enjoyable moment i got out of that match is probably because of daniel bryan i'm gonna say right. that right now no, yeah, um no, no. i believe any spot where brock lesnar looked good is because daniel bryan helped him that sounds rude because no, no, they're, they're it's it's just facts at this point. Oh, yeah, like no, they're delivering facts. It's there. It's you can tell a lot now that Brock Lesnar just is there to make a paycheck and he doesn't want to be there, and it's sad sometimes. So that's why I look forward to the whoever's going against him, mm. because usually that person has to carry that match more than Brock will. That's just how that goes. It's sad. I wish it wasn't. It, there are some times where there's been payoff ones. Like I'm not saying he's never done anything because I don't want to. I don't want to put that blanket and then all of a sudden someone's gonna be like, "But what about this match?" I'd be like, "Okay, motherfucker." So I, I'm gonna put that caveat. There may be something, but right. I, I, there are matches where it's just he looks bored. Right. Like, give me my paycheck. I so with you. with with with. Daniel Bryan in that match, I feel that it, I, I wouldn't go as far as saying that they both look strong. I'd say Daniel Bryan made them both look strong. That's how I would view that match. I, won't, I don't think it's top 10, maybe top 15, if you're going to put that. But maybe, maybe, I don't know about top 10. Maybe right. put it in the top 15. Put it in the, like, the five honorable mention. Because there it is two, two high-profile stars doing a, a main event style match so i don't want to yeah. like discredit it completely but i don't well, know about top 10 well coming up with number five mm-hmm. and with number five being what it is and with number six what we're talking about i'm kind of concerned for matt fowler's health uh-oh so i like him as an art a, a, a person don't get me wrong i like his stuff i like that he likes wrestling and he makes a point to post it on ign um, but he has num- his number five as Johnny Gargano versus Andrade Cien Almas at TakeOver Philly. And I have to say, you're wrong. This has to be higher. Higher. Higher, higher, higher. Oh, higher up in the, the Oh, yes. This, oh, this yeah, yeah, yeah. Best. This was pro. Yeah, this one, to me, was probably number two, in my yeah. opinion. 
I'll give you that. I'll give you that. They're For both me, this really, is probably really the, good. If not the first, the best match of the year is probably number two. Um, with, you know, clearly NXT, in my opinion, would be like most of the top five. Um, yeah. But this one, you know, this one had it, this, this feud going into it had everything. And I might be a little biased because <clears throat> yours truly was featured a couple times in the uh, promo video for it. I roll! <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, but no, the buildup for this match was fucking-nominal. Like, we didn't think, for first off, we never thought Almas was going to win the title off of McIntyre in the first place. And the fact that, that one, that was so good because that was so oh, left yeah. hand field. It was great. Again, NXT. Fucking yeah, fantastic. they're really good about that one. <laughs> they need Almas, to take a cue from their own fucking product. Almas, is, Almas had a fucking banner goddamn year this year, along with Gargano. Like, it yeah. was just great with fucking. Almost going from this playboy not caring about matches and having a fucking hilarious losing streak to fucking Zelina Vega coming and slapping the taste out of his mouth. I love that tiny bitch. Like, oh my god. Like she's so good. Oh dude, she's fantastic on Twitter too. She's amazing. By the way, congratulations, Selena, on marrying fucking Alistair Black. You oh, yeah! I saw that recently. Mm. Marrying the Dutch I can't wait to see those the babies. the Dutch Destroyer! I mean, she was with, uh, what was it? Um, Austin Aries. Uh, yeah, Austin Aries. And then, like, they broke up, and then was she was, like, on Twitter, I don't want to be associated with him. I'm like, oh, girl, what? Well, I want to know what happened. I know, I'm like, girl, you like better. Personal beef. I would like I'm to know what happened. Call girl up. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> but they fucking almost going from losing all the time to having a build up against Johnny for when Johnny wasn't going for the title, um, beating Johnny a bunch of times. And then this being like the third and fourth matches of this feud, it was it, it just had everything. It had all the great reversals. It was right. fast. It had near falls. Um, well, that's the, that's the thing about about NXT. They again, we've talked about they're just always really good on them popping. But mm. I, I think I think that it, we, first off, Johnny Gargano, amazing. We we, we the, the whatever. We're just gonna leave it at that. When almost started turning the things around. I think it was probably the best decision to put him against Gargano at that time. Oh, yeah. Because you were able to see two wrestlers who have perfected their craft outside of the WWE before they got here. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So you got to... For any of you that don't know, uh, uh, Andrade Amis was known as La Sombra. Uh, down in Mexico and in Japan. He's had some fucking killer matches with Shelton Benjamin, yes. Shinsuke Nakamura, Finn Balor, um, and a bunch of people, Mystico, um, everywhere some of around the world. Finn yeah. Balor ones. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, no. He's had some killer, like, Good. killer matches at, uh, with his mask. And then Gargano doing his shit outside before he came to fucking NXT. Oh, yeah. He's, so, like, he's great, so. everybody got to see what it's like to see two wrestlers in the ring do really good things and it didn't need to be all this flashy bullshit it was 
booked the right way. There was just enough bullshit involved. There was just enough outside interference, garbage, you know, the kind of stuff that you do. With Zelina so they, and Candace and everything yeah, else. Yeah, you know, their little beef and jumping over at each other and blah, 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 blah. You know, Zelina doing some piranha shit. There was just enough of it that it wasn't over to where you're like, God damn it, I hate the bitches. Get them, go away. They were just in there enough. There was just enough interference when they were in other matches. There was, I mean, it, it was like my, for me that match was just enough. It was, was perfect. Perfect it in was that a way. Perfect fucking match in my yeah. Opinion. I I agree. It, it should be within the top three. In the top three. I mean, I I, I don't know what the rest of this list is because you won't let it. You won't let us read it. And I totally I respect it. I respect it. I'm being respectful and not looking it up, even though like I want to Google the shit out of that, but I'm not. I'm not. Cliff I'm probably is already looking at it. Right, right, right. But I'm respectful. I'm not. I'm not. But, um, like, it all depends on what else. But, like, yeah, I, I totally agree. That's top three. Top three. Cliff. Oh, and I'm not looking it up. I'm actually very curious in the rest of the Oh, right, right. I know. It's so. like. So, Cliff, real, real quick so we can move on because there's some other stuff I want to go over. Uh, real quick, your take on that being number five. No, I'm very curious on the rest of this list because, like you had said, uh, you know, for me, remember, like, I didn't get into NXT really until what like may to like so april have may seen time this match? have you seen this match because this so, was this was um rumble i know this that this rumble. match got a lot of hype because um i know that they had mentioned it and they showcased it a bunch of times and i know that you and i have talked about this match a couple times so i have not seen it yet and i i do intend on watching it because of all the hype that came with it but that's your homework there. that's this your homework match, this then. match is this yeah and trust me i'll do that if this match is number five, I'm curious to see what the top four is because there's a match in mind that I'm thinking about that I want to see, and I want to see where it, where it got ranked. So I'm just curious right now. Right, right. Yeah, let's keep going. All right, so number four is deserving. Number four is deserving. Um, Meltzer gave this five stars. I give it five fucking stars. Do I think it deserves to be higher? Maybe. I, I think maybe just a little bit higher, but it's it's good that it's being mentioned, and that is the inaugural NXT North American Championship ladder match that happened to take over New Orleans. Uh, so in-ring debut of Ricochet, uh, EC3's return match, Adam Cole, Lars Sullivan. Um, that, was was, that was a fantastic match. match. I can't even name all the people because I'm just like so... Ugh, I can't even remember. It was Ricochet, EC3, Adam Cole, Lars Sullivan. Velveteen Dream. Oh, Velveteen. Shit, I yep. completely forgot him. And who else? Who was number fucking six? Because there were six people. Ricochet, Lars, Cole, EC3, Velveteen. Another big guy. Yeah. Killian. It was fucking Killian. That's who it was. Okay. Killian Dane. Rest in peace, my friend. Sanity is dead. Um, no, this this 100% belongs in the top, anybody's top 10 list, let alone top five. Yeah. No, it's so, deserving. I, I, I'm um, fine with that. I, have, I, don't really, I can't really say anything else on it because of the fact that, you know, the match speaks for itself. It's not a typical ladder match. It's NXT's ladder match. And um, if en- past ladder matches from NXT, which I only can think of one other ladder match 
And that was Bo Dallas versus Neville. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Which I was that was a great match. That, that is. It was, I, could, I was having a that's, – That's the only other ladder match I could think of. Yeah, I can't think of any other one right now. Um, but, yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah, so that was, but, for, again uh, – that match. I remember with the six man ladder match when Ricochet did a backflip off the ladder as it was yeah, being yeah. tipped over. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So, I just remember Mark. It was it. Great. I like writing in a chat room. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Ricochet is amazing. <laughs> right, this, right, was your, right. this, was, this was Cliff's first NXT pay per view. Was Oh, yay. So I do remember, remember that. So he did miss out on Rumble stuff. Uh, Rumble weekend stuff, so he needs to go back and watch that. But yeah, no. yeah, definitely go back. I go watch the network. If you haven't seen the match, guys, go watch it. This is worthy mm-hmm. of it. Um, everything of this match. Realistically, was- even if we do- even if we're not like thinking it's in the top ten, I suggest just going back and watching all these matches on the list over again, anyway, so you can get a better understanding of oh, why we may or may not like it. Yep. Um. So yeah, that match speaks for itself. We've all seen it. We know that it's worthy of being up there. I got right. nothing else to say. You good? Yeah. Cool. Um, this match, again, is very deserving. I don't know of being in top 10. I don't know about being this high. To me, personally, I thought, again, others were good. But this is definitely still maybe top five. Um, not a pay-per-view match. It's actually an episode of NXT. And it was Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain. Oh! Oh! No! Still, agree. still a fucking fan Good match. match. Good No, I agree. I actually I actually went back and watched that, I think, like, two or three times. It was, it's a good match. It's a good match. I agree with that. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. But yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Mustache Mountain in general. Oh, yeah, no. Fucking I think they're fun. I mean, Undisputed Era is good. And that's the end of that sentence. But I also enjoy them, uh, Mustache Mountain as well. So I watch them fight each other, beat each other, punch each other in the face. Let me watch it. I'm following it. Is this the match where uh, the towel got thrown in? Uh, from Tyler. Yes. Okay. Yes, I agree. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I like the match. I loved it. I was. We were very spoiled. With it being on NXT and not being on a takeover or a pay per view or some sort of network special. Okay, you know what though? Uh, it, he, I have to say this is I got into it uh, the other day <laughs> on the internet with somebody. The, people, a lot of people tend to forget that that happened a lot back in the day. Oh yeah, like, no, it did. You but... know, and I, I, I like when they do that, and I wish they would go back to doing that where they they have a main event. A, a match that could main event a pay-per-view on a Monday Night Raw, on an NXT Wednesday, on a whatever, you know, where it's not like, oh, I got jewels. No, I, I'm, I miss when they would do that shit. Like, even house shows. Right. Like, I miss when they did title changes at house shows because it made you – I remember going to house shows back in the day when I was a kid because, I again, I have scars from WCW, but I used to go watch them all the time and watch <laughs> WWF and, like – Shit. We don't say those words. The World Wildlife Foundation will come and take your money. Eh, whatever. That's just what they were back in the day. Sorry, everybody <laughs> knows about it. So, But, like, there was title changes at house shows, so you wanted to go see a house show. They don't right. put that incentive like they do anymore. They don't have that anymore. 
No, no, no. I, so I, I'm I, glad I, that they did that shit. Like, I'm glad. Put a fucking main event match that could go on a pay-per-view on a damn random day. Keep it up. I'm fine with it. Speaking you of know? random random title matches, um, shout out to Katie, who went to um, an NXT house show a couple of days ago. Um, she Woo! got to be witness to Ricochet versus Johnny Gargano for the NXT North American Championship. Oh, and all I can say is, I hate you, bitch. Oh, I'm so envious. I love it. So, um, yeah. And they also had a lumberjack batch. Of Fabian Eichner versus Marcel Barthel. Uh, again, I'm hating you. So love it, but love it. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, I have nothing else to say because again, uh, Meltzer gave it a five stars, just like with the six man ladder match. Right. Um, so it's up there. It was worth it. Again, go find the episode of which it belongs on. So, um, I think some other matches, in my opinion, should be higher than it. Uh, but we're down to two. We're down to two more. Um, number two. So this might surprise you, uh, surprise you guys. Might re- might you make you think really what his choice of number one was. Uh, number two for him was Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa, specifically because there's been a, this has been the hottest feud in my opinion of 2018. This was the unsanctioned match. At Mania Weekend, because it was in New Orleans. Um, okay, I want to make sure I heard you right, because I knocked my earphones off. You said Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gogano, the, uns- the unsanctioned match at Mania Weekend. You said this is number two? This is number two. Ooh. This I is mean, number ours, two. I mean, it could arguably be, be a number one spot. It's, it's, it could be, like, oh, let's just be real. Like, so far, anything with Johnny Gargano has potential... To, to go, yeah, go up. Yeah, right. Because yeah. you got to think, jo- Johnny, the reason why this 2018 has been Johnny's banner fucking year is because he started off with Rumble Weekend against Almas, five stars. And then he went into this match with uh, Champa, and again, five fucking stars. Like, yeah. It, again, this match had everything. Like, in, in it, it, the, the Almas match, the prior takeover, did own and that little feud and Tommaso inserting himself and everything else like that, it only made it better. Like if it wasn't for almost the, the Gargano almost match, we wouldn't have this match. So it, it does deserve to be higher in my opinion than the almost match. I, 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 to me, it's tied in my heart, in my heart of hearts. Again, true. True perfection and match. They did it. They did it twice in a row, back to back, and and kudos. I have nothing else to say. It's per- it's another perfect match. So this was the match where they had to call out right where uh, Tommaso was pulling Johnny up on the ramp and he was doing the same thing like they did right before he turned on them. Right. Um. This was the one where uh, Johnny made uh, Champa tap out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that was the same part. Remember, because like yes, at one point, same, like it was, the, was, it was the same night as the ladder match, the six man ladder match. Yeah, Tommaso was Tommaso was walking um, Johnny up the ramp, and he was like he was holding him, and he was like waving at the crowd, just like he did prior to turning on him. From what I remember seeing, like on the the, the package, 
right? So right before they launched everything. And then he threw, and then I think Johnny actually threw Tommaso into the screen. And then they got back into the ring and started going back and forth. And then, like, the knee brace came off and everything. You know what? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so many person. That match. There, there was so many spots in that match, and they've had Johnny and Tommaso have had such great matches this past year that they've kind of all blended together because of the fact that they're they've all been fan fucking tastic. So I did like, like when the you hear out. when you hear Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa in anything, you know it's going to be a high rate of match because you know they're fucking delivering because they've already done it. So once this match happened and all of their other takeover matches have happened. You knew you were getting fucking awesomeness because the storyline was there. It, I um, no, I'm Johnny and Tommaso can fight forever. They're, they're literally the two people that can fight for fucking ever. And that's all. That's it for me. Yeah, so. I'm fine with them fighting forever. Uh, all right. So number one, number one, number one, number one. Okay, I want to. I want to get a Jew, Jewbaka, Julie, Juju. Yeah. What do you think his number one is? Oh, I have no idea. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. I have no you idea. Guess at all? No, be, no. Not. Honestly, I can't because of the fact that I there are. I know what I would put in there, and I know what. What would you put in? There? What would you put in as number one of what's missing so far? Oh man, actually, I don't. It's it's supposed to be match, correct? Not moment. Match. Match okay. of the year. His okay, number one right. match, match of the year. Match of the year. Okay, just to, I'm curious. What is it? I don't give a shit. Just I okay, want to know Cliff, now. What do you what do you think it is? Since Julie wants okay, to be so, a, a bonus. No, I'm, I'm being a punk bitch. I don't give a shit. Me personally, I think Tommaso Ciampa would have been my number one. Right. right. But I in my number two, I'm thrown off. it would have been uh, Ricochet versus Dream. And, okay. Well, it's but not knowing bad. this guy, hold on. But knowing this guy, yeah, it's on this list. The gauntlet match. No, good try. Did you just look it up, Julie? Is that what you guessed? You bitch. No, 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 I didn't. I just thought of the match that I think it would be. It would okay. freaking... Um, uh, okay, let me get me calm myself down because I got excited. It would be the Velveteen Dream match versus Alistair Black and that's the one because that's I believe it's the one where he wore the call me up Vince pants. Yeah that that, that fucking match was so damn good. I don't know if that's it number was. one. Is it, it? Isn't. it isn't okay well then he's wrong. He's wrong okay. because that that was so his, good because the damn the, the damn internet blew up with the controversy of the whole tights and the call me up Vince shit and and then Triple H having to comment on I was like here for it. I'm here for fucking Velveteen Dream all day anyways. Oh I God. love him. Julie's I love being his extra beer. over some Velveteen. I will be extra all she day loves, over him. She oh, loves some Patrick Well, here's, here's the thing. is He did so, like, I didn't give a shit when he was on Tough Enough, but then he realized that that no one gave a shit about him on Tough Enough, went, uh, okay, I got you. Decided to make a fantastic character that he's figured out fully. I mean, this is a completely developed character. He, he has his moves down, his vocab down. I mean, not just moves in the ring. I mean, just his moves in general. I mean, he, his that is presence. A, 
he has that is a developed ass character and yeah. that that whole little call me up vince it was beautiful mm-hmm. and then you have alistair black who is fantastic as well so to have and that match was fantastic so mm-hmm. i i was that's why i was like wait a minute no i know what match i would personally put as one because of it wasn't just a good match it also created a lot of buzz around it too and that's what a good match does, where it's not just, oh, I watched it. You talk about it for days after, the internet explodes, and everybody goes, ooh, is he going to go up? 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 Like, on my, on, my fucking, on my shop right now, I have a shirt that says waiting for my call up because of that. Because of that. Because I was like, that. I feel like that's what you feel like. You're like, oh, my God, show up, show up, show up. I have a question, and I hate to interrupt, but wasn't that last year? Oh, um, I don't. I feel it like it might have. Was it? Oh, okay. It I feel. I thought. Year. Was it? Was it towards the very end of last year? It, it was November ish, I think. Okay, maybe that's why I'm thinking it was the beginning of this year. That's probably why I was thinking it was in this in like the January ish. Either way, drugs and she likes Velveteen Dream. Yeah, whatever. So I feel number like, one. Whatever. Can I talk about number one now? Yes, you can. All right. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte at Evolution. Okay. Got 4.75 <laughs> stars from Dave Meltzer. Uh, definitely the match of the fucking night of the Evolution pay-per-view. Yeah. It yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. had great buildup from the prior matches. Right, right, right. Um, and it was a fantastic match. And probably the match of the year for women on the main roster probably the match of the year for the main roster yeah Um, i would argue that nxt might be able okay i would put them maybe at two and put nxt at the top spot but yeah no that was a that was a good match it's a good match it's it's a good match we we just talked about them being the pillars of the 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 anyways right so it's It's, i mean it's yeah it's right but if we look at some of the matches like, I can think of a couple already that I didn't even hear on this list. Yeah. I mean, specifically, like, let's just look at last month. Let's look at Champa versus Dream, Gargano versus Black. Yeah. Like, those were great matches. Yes. Like, again, I, I guess I have NXT bias, but, I mean, let's look at Pete Dunne versus Ricochet. Right. Oh, Let- God, yes. Hell, let's look at Adam Cole versus Ricochet at Brooklyn. Let's look at, you know... More games. More games this past year. Yep. Seth and Dean versus Dolphin Drew, because that was a fucking banger of a match at Hell in a Cell. So, uh, I mean... So, gonna buy stuff, like, I'm still wondering about this gauntlet match. Why the... Why the... Because remember, when Seth Rollins was in the match for, like, I think it was 45 minutes. An hour. Yeah, he was in an hour. And he put on the show... And, like, the rest of the match was still pretty good, but we're all still talking about Seth Rollins' performance in that match, and oh, that yeah, shit was amazing. And I'm right. really like, hell, even, like, Ronda versus Charlotte. I mean, there's still matches that are on this that are not on this list that, yeah. you know, makes me question, like, some of the choices that he had. Like, again, don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, because at the bottom of the list, you it's arguable that you could put Ra, uh, Ronda versus Charlotte with the kendo stick because I believe that 
really is the beginning of starting out this next year in women's wrestling. Oh yeah, that definitely like shifts. So you could shit. you could you could totally put that towards the bottom of the list and 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 argue it argue it strongly of like no, it was because everyone wanted Becky. We watched it to see Charlotte do what Becky could couldn't do because of the physic, you know, the problem with the face shit. And yeah. and so when the kendo stick came out, it was like, oh, all right, the women are starting to get a little more, a little more frisky with with their their matches now. Like, I don't, I don't mind the TLC match this this weekend. Get it, get it. Throw some yeah. shit, beat each other up. Jesus, where's where's the Drew McIntyre versus Kurt Angle match? There's a lot of matches. Yeah, there's a lot of matches that I think probably yeah. could be again, again, we're reading off of Matt followers of IGN. Yeah, it's somebody you know, else's opinion. And opinions right. are, you know, everyone has opinions. They're everyone's wrong. Entitled, everyone's entitled to the wrong opinion, like I always say. Exactly. Um, I, I, this match deserves to be in top five. Top, definitely top five. Um, yeah. It's definitely, in my opinion, the best match on the main roster. Yeah, match in WWE as a whole. Mm-hmm. I might fight you on that. Yeah, it, it there's a strong argument against it. Um, but definitely, it's definitely still a good match. The, the, yeah. Don't don't misconstrue. Don't count it out. Discount, yeah. yeah, don't count it out. Like again, we're not counting it out at all. It's just I think that there there are there are matches that were in NXT because of the way that they were booked at that that. Could arguably take the spot. Yeah, yeah. They could arguably take the spot higher, but they definitely deserve top three. Yeah. I think think he's trying to be like as biased as he can because let's be honest, you, we could probably put a top 10 list together of matches and seven of those, maybe even all 10. Because Raw and SmackDown, as far as like being booked wise, I mean, maybe the you know Charlotte versus Becky at the Evolution definitely would have to be in the top ten. Oh, this would definitely be top five for me. Like, this is definitely top five, but number yeah. one, I disagree with. Saying that the vast majority of the matches that we're gonna pick are coming from NXT, and it's not even oh. on a bias side. It's just storytelling wise, we know it's because we have a little bit. Uh, there's a little bit more of an expectation because NXT consistently brings it, and the main roster, you kind of go, mm. who's producing this shit? <laughs> Yeah. So, um, so overall, the list I meh. say the list I'm was meh. good. The list was good. I yeah, just re- I would rearrange some stuff. I think maybe they should have done uh, an honorable mention and put those mansion those in a honorable mention spot and switch- added some that weren't even mentioned. Right. That would. Okay, that's what I would have done. Yeah. Yep, yep. I would have done that too. Where um, where Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali from WrestleMania? Yeah. I'll agree with that. There, oh, Mustafa Ali the other day at SmackDown, proud boy. Oh my God, yes. Get, 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 get your boy coming up. Get your boy coming I, up. I was I, proud. I would, I would put another two hundred five live match above that, and that would be Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, that, I agree with that. that. In my opinion was the that one, one with that, that one. Really that one like, does take it better than the Cedric one. I agree. Go watch that one. That one I remember. That yeah. one I remember because that was when Julie was still watching. Uh, Julie, shit. Katie. Katie was still <laughs> watching, and she was just like, oh, my God. Right, so right, right. That, that, that one definitely. <laughs> um, so moving on right quick, we're going to quickly roll over this list, and I just want an opinion about it. 
Um, Sports Kita also put out their top five. Um, it's another wrestling site that they, they post a lot of wrestling stuff. They have some honorable mentions. Um, to you guys' benefit, they did an honorable mention for the Gauntlet match on Raw. Uh, said that that was uh, really, really well done. Um, even though Braun Strowman, run, his final line for it was, Braun Strowman won the whole thing. However, Rollins won our hearts. So, so there's, your, there's your Gauntlet match. Uh, his number, it's only top five for him, so I'm just going to quickly roll through that. His number five was Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor on Raw. Oh, okay. and may, I might need to specify that this is going to be main roster only, not okay. NXT. So his number five was Rollins versus Balor on Raw the night after Mania. Okay. Um, he has Charlotte versus Asuka at WrestleMania 34 as number Okay, four. Which, which, which makes sense. We said that should have been, that's the good one. He has the six-pack challenge for the WWE Championship at Fastlane. So that would have been February, March time period before Mania 34, um, where John Cena lost because of all that funny stuff. But um, that's number three. Okay. Number two is Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan at Survivor Series. And then number one is, again, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte at Evolution. Okay. All right, I ain't so, made it. I mean, it, it's if it's me, that's where I would put it. Like we said early, and it was the there, best match on main roster. <laughs> uh, there was one more website I found. Uh, so uh, there's a site called Cultured Vultures, and I, like I said, I just I just googled best matches of 2018, and I just clicked on the first couple of links from the Google search. Mm-hmm. So this was one that I found. Uh, okay. he has hit top 10. I'm trying to see who wrote this. His name is Thomas Broom Jones. Okay. So he put number 10 as Andrade Cien Alamos versus Sin Cara on SmackDown. And I remember that. And that was, that was good. I liked that match. That showed off what Hunico slash Sin Cara can, can do. And he does not deserve to be a jobber to the stars. Um, number nine, Drew, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler versus Dean and Seth at Hell in a Cell. We just talked about that. That was a great match. Yeah. Um, number eight was the Men's Royal Rumble. Questionable. Yeah. Um, number seven, I'm just tilting my head a little bit. This is because it was meh to me. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton at Hell in a Cell. No, I agree. That's a meh match. It's, it's just meh, but I guess some of the stuff with, you know, putting your finger and tools into, you know, Hardy's gauges or his... Yeah, that's why it was mad at me, because I'm just like, ah! It did yeah, that was, that was extra. Um, AJ Styles versus Samojo at SummerSlam is number six. Uh, the triple threat match for the IC title at Mania, Miz, Rollins, and Balor is number five. Four is Daniel Bryan versus Lesnar at Survivor Series. Uh, three, Rollins and The Miz at Backlash. Two is Kurt and Ronda versus Triple H and Stephanie at Mania. Number mm-hmm. one, want to guess it? No, I think I know what it is. It's Becky and Charlotte. At <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Surprise! My only, my, so I, I kind of like that list, but the only list, the only thing I don't agree with is the Sin Cara versus Almas match because I thought the AJ Styles Almas match was way better than the, the AJ Thousand Almas match. 
Okay, I agree with that one. Yeah, I can go with that. I can go with I that one. Definitely go with that one. Um, yeah, no, no real problems with that one. No, I mean, I think I think everybody again. Kind of again, I still feel like I I, I consider two hundred five live main roster, and no mention of Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali. So I feel like some of these people are not watching all of the main roster product. I'm just very upset that we don't have a single match from the Mixed Match Challenge on this list. And even that, like, we don't have, like, Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander at Super Showdown. That crowd was lit. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, because that was coming. That was a coming home match, too. Again, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair lit. If this makes sense, I think there's... Maybe we come up with our own list before the end of the damn year. I mean, uh, uh, most of our I, list is going to carry most of this stuff. It is. It is. It is. We'd have to separate, though. Honestly, we would have to separate because we watch so much wrestling that it would have to be right, right, right. main roster and NXT. And we'd have to do a top 10 for both because... I don't think I've watched enough of that. Like, I don't think the main shows like Raw and SmackDown have produced enough for me to have a top 10 because I am not going through 50 plus weeks of Raw and SmackDown content to see what match I'll no mm -mm, hard pass. (laughs) I'm just saying that if we went through, we would have to do that though, because we've watched so much NXT that we're going to be like, nah. And then if we include 205 live as part of that, yo, Buddy Murphy versus the world, it would be on there. Like in a bottom five of a top five. I can't choose. Like, I, I have to really think about, like, I don't know. I, I'd have to really think about it because it's so yeah. fucking... There's a lot. There's so much. Right. Yeah. And then at so, that, would, oh. we include, would we include May Young Classic as part uh, of May Yes, we include, we include Mako Satomura versus Mercedes Martinez and Mako Satomura versus Tony fucking Storm. Yes, we fucking do. Right, right, right. Because those matches were the matches of the whole fucking you, tournament. Like, hello. What would you main include product. those, though? I would find a fucking. Or would you would you include the main roster? Or would you include an NXT? Well, it's not main roster. Nobody oh, from the main oh, roster oh, was in those tournaments. Right. It's sad to say that some, those matches were better than like ninety five percent of the product that the main roster delivered in the first place. So, I mean. Right, right, right. Uh, so oh. last last thing I want to go through. Mm. Um, I mean, if you guys, you know what, <laughs> homework time for you two. Okay. I refuse to go through all of that content um, because I'm a lazy piece of shit. I want you two to mm. give me your ten, your top ten WWE produced matches of 2018 that will let you include tlc from this weekend okay um and then we will go ahead and we will run down the list in the first part of the program uh next week okay so wwe is that just is that main roster that all i want anything that's under the wwe banner so may young classic counts raw smackdown 205 live nxt hell even the UK tournament and the Mixed Match Challenge. Sounds Anything that is under that banner. Sounds good to me. Sounds Hell, good. I mean, if you want to go ahead and try to find the settings 
um, the matches for from Evolve, where freaking Fabian Eichner won the Evolve Championship, and and the Street Profits won the Evolve Tag Team Championships. I mean, it's technically got yeah, it's got WWE people in there, and they're currently yeah. So I mean, right. anything under the WWE banner. Right, so, right, right, right. I'm just gonna include nothing but Nate Miller. That's it. That's he's it. All TM. That's uh, it. My, my top ten. Nick Miller. Is that who you meant? You said Nate. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So you just actually reminded me of something else I wanted to talk about, but we're going to run through this one right quick. Uh, or we can save this for next week. Yeah, we'll save this for next. We'll save this part that I want to do next week. Um, so let's get into the one thing. Um, there were some releases this week. Uh, Julie, you heard about those, right? Uh, I believe. Um, I can't remember who the hell it was. I remember. Jesus oh. Christ. Um, some seven foot tall Chinese dude. Yeah, I can't remember the name. I just, that's the problem is like, I yeah. forget names. I remember like seeing pictures and shit, but I'm really good about forgetting names because. I'm literally Googling seven foot tall Chinese uh, dude WWE. Taishan Dong. He oh, was yeah, released. Yeah, yeah. He was released. Quit. Um, did he quit or was it released? Oh, they said it on the, they said on Bleacher Report that he had quit. Why did he quit? Uh, I, I did not read that part. I just saw that he quit. Yeah. You know what? If, if, if it's taken longer than what they wanted and he's figured out something else, hey, future endeavors. That sounds... WWE Tai Shang Dong quit? Question mark? Why did he quit? Um, so another one that was a release to me, I think it's definitely something that they could have done better with because I like this guy a lot. He has a lot of, of like high flying ability, a lot of good ground game. And that was Tucker from NXT UK. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I saw that one. I, I did see that. I was a little surprised by that. I was, I, a little I surprised was, by that I was kind of upset because I was like, you you have this hyper talented guy. He's got charisma. He works in the ring and he's been nothing but a jobber in the UK series, the UK tournament, stuff like that. He's been nothing but a jobber for you. And he still performs like he had great matches. Like I didn't know who he was. And then I started following him because he's so good. He's so yeah. good. So to me, Is he the first NXT UK champ. Well, you know what? They'll just end up putting him out into Tucker? the no yeah. Tucker. Tucker was no, that was Tyler Bate. Oh, yeah, yeah no, he... Tucker was. A, he had the first round loss, but he yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he had such good potential. I mean, you he know what? Potential. Though, He's gonna do great, and the he'll do great, and he'll he'll yeah. go over and be and do the the go and do the UK circuit probably and kick major ass and could do some probably. Some work there because a lot of the uh, a lot of the independents out there are are fantastic. I'll ca- I'll catch footage from out there and it's really good. So, you know. Yep. Our, our our European and UK brethren, you're gonna send us stuff about Tucker wherever he is. Please going. do so, send send us stuff and let us know what he's doing. Because he's awesome and he's great. Yes. Um, the the big one, the big one though for me, um, kind of out of left field. Because he was just on NXT this week. Um, and that was Dick Miller of oh. TN61 slash The Mighty. Yeah. Uh, 
Daddy never kneels. <laughs> Jesus. Um, it's really weird because the team got a lot of hype when they came in. A lot of indie fans knew who they were as the Bindy Don't Kneel. Um, they came in as TM61. And unfortunately, Shane Thorne had an injury happen to him on his like his leg or his knee. I can't remember what exactly what it was. Um, right. But it kind of like sucks. It kind of like took their momentum away because um, they were supposed to have a really good uh, face run against the revival. And, yeah. Um, that didn't happen. Uh, Shane Thorne recently returned not too long ago. Actually, no, right before Mania. He returned right before Mania because he's part of the Dusty Cup. Um, and they promote them. I, I, before I go on, this is probably the biggest NXT blunder that I can think of. Like, just like facepalm. Because you right. promote this team, he comes back from injury, you're giving promo, like, vignette after vignette, promo after promo. Um, I know that they worked there, like, Nick Miller and Shane Thorne were working their asses off on the NXT house show circuit because they were always being shown. Um, and then you have them lose to AOP. Right. Who already won the tournament. And, like, already had done stuff, was established. You have a right. returning from injury team and you make them lose. Now, granted, that loss did start their heel turn, but you kind of, or you, WWE, NXT, um, kind of took the wind out of their sails even further. They're really good about that. So, but the NXT, that's why I was saying this is like a big blunder for NXT because they're usually really good. About yeah, but but you know what? Everybody's allowed to fuck up, right? So and that's this, how I this look is at definitely it. this is this definitely, their fuck up. This is yeah, their fuck up, and 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 if they do anything, maybe they'll do what WWE did before, like with certain people, like Drew McIntyre, how they let them go. They make the name out there, and then they go, hey, 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 can you come back? Can you come back? Maybe that will happen. You know, you never know. You know why? You know why they release Nick then? Right, I have not read into that, so no, please enlighten oh. us. So Nick flew back to Australia because his kid was born, and when he got out there, he just kind of realized he just wanted to be a dad, and so he asked for the WWE to release him, and the WWE agreed, and then they released him. But the one caveat that comes off of everything is that the WWE did say that the door is always open for Nick, and when anytime that he wants to come back, he's more than welcome to come back. Which, with some of the other past superstars, they've kind of just said, "Nah, we're gonna write you off. See ya." But with Nick, because he had such a great relationship with everybody in the backstage and everybody with all the producers, they totally wanted him to come back. But he was just like, "I just want to be a dad right now, and then I'll come back." And they said, "Okay." Whenever you want to, the door is always going to be open for you. Well, that's good. That's I mean, good. That's, that they that's have good those. for him. That's good for him. Um, now, on the whole turn of the team, um, if they were just doing it to split up the team, I still think they made the right choice. I think Shane definitely has more charisma. Shane has the most charisma out of both of them, and Shane has more charisma in his pinky toe than fucking Nick Miller does in his whole body. That don't discount the fact that Nick Miller is fucking technically savvy and he's great in the ring it's just that to me he was the boring one 
No, like I whenever he was in, he, when he was he was in the ring, it was just kind of like eh. Shane to me was the more exciting. He 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 interacted with the crowd, I think, the most. I think so. The sense he was more engaging. Um, I I I I got more from him than anything, and um, yeah, I I think that depending on if they've signed anybody else from Australia and everything else like that, um. I think Shane can do really, really well as a single star because of the fact that he has that charisma. So I, I have high hopes for Shane. I did not know that about Nick Miller. So, you know, that's good though. Yeah. Um, I'm reading up a little bit more on some of Nick Miller's stuff right quick. And it looks like a former stablemate of Shane and Nick's is actually being, or has been recently signed. So oh, that's, that's cool. Let's get them his all. Name, his name is Jonah Rock. So if he is signed, um, it's going to be interesting to see if they just put him with Shane since they have, you know, Australian themes still, and they, you know, they've worked together in the past. Right. It's going to be interesting to see how this goes, because Shane has a lot of potential. Right, right, right. Um, sucks to see that now uh, he's gone, but, you know, he's going off to do bigger and better things. I'm sure he'll be fine on the Australian indie circuit, because that's how he got signed in the first place, was, you know, being out of Australia and doing great things in Japan every so often. Um, he'll be fine. Right, 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 right. But I, I'm really... I'm cool with it. I, I, I'm... Do what no you gotta do. Yeah, no one knows what's gonna happen with Thorne. Um, if he's gonna be a singles wrestler or place that tag team with anybody. But it's gonna be interesting to see... Uh, it's gonna see what happens. Especially right. since he's great. So... Yeah. Yeah. We got any other news? Uh, not really. I mean, I know I've. I know my my ass is gonna have to jump off soon because I got my Christmas party coming up at my house. All right. Well, then this is. This but is I thing. do. I do have one thing that I want to bring up because I feel like this needs to get brought up. It's gonna be quick because I, I'm the one that has to jump off soon. But I want to bring this up because we've been talking about women in wrestling. If you get the A access, like the letter A, the letter X, the letter S TV. In January, starting January 18th at 9 p.m., Women of Wrestling is making its debut on there. It's uh, if you want, if you everybody has seen that Glow show, uh, this is the that that Women of Wrestling is done by the guy that created Glow, David McLean. Uh, he's one of the people that created uh, Wow Wrestling. Um, but the big thing about this, this is going to be the first um, female wrestling promotion um, with its with uh, being in being a television syndication, just all female having a television contract. And Tessa Blanchard, who was in the, um, uh, the May Young Classic, she's actually looking to be their main flagship on there. So January 18th at 9 p.m. on AXS TV. I'm actually going to check it out because I liked Glow back in the day. So it's, it, it is supposed to be campy as fuck like that. Check it out. I definitely suggest oh. it if you're a big fan of women in wrestling. Women of wrestling, check it out. Definitely check go. it out. 
So. All right. So while I have Julie on before we get off and she goes do her personal stuff, I want a quick rapid fire and then we'll end the segment. We got TLC this weekend. I want to roll off our predictions. First things first, Fabulous Truth versus Mahalisha with the winners getting number 30 spot in both respective Rumbles in January. Who do you got, Julie? Hmm. You said... Rapid fire. Yeah, I... Uh... Fabulous Truth, our truth in Carmella versus... Yeah, I think, it's gonna be fab- I think it's going to be Fabulous Truth. Cliff. Honestly. I, I got to go with Fabulous Truth. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental Championship. Julie, who do you got? Seth Rollins. Dean, uh, Cliff. You said Dean? Ambrose. Dean. Got it. Uh, if it happens, I don't know. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin in a, T- uh, in a TLC match. Julie. Braun Strowman by some weird shit. Cliff. Ray Wyatt. Hello? <laughs> That's what I said. Bray Wyatt. I think Braun shows up. He doesn't wrestle. Bray, Bray Wyatt shows up in this place. So I'll say Braun wins, but I think Bray Wyatt's going to be the guy that wrestles. Now that's how he makes his redebut. It makes sense. Hmm. I just had a wrestling match Rumble. arcade. I thought that would be at Rumble. Oh, well. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Ronda Rousey versus Facebreaker Nia Jax for the Raw Women's Championship. Jules. I think they're going to probably slap the belt on Nia Jax so they can have Raw for possibility of moving to SmackDown. Yeah, I could see that happening. I'm, I'm still going to go with Ronda, though. I think Ronda would win, but I could see them. I, I think Ronda wins the match, but might not actually win the title. I think she wins it, but I think somehow, you know what I mean? I think uh, she, no, she. No, I don't. No, she, like, she wins the. It's like Nia wins the actual one, two, three, but Rouse, Ronda Rousey's the one that should have won. I think that's how it's. If it does do that, that's so how it's gonna, gonna go. You, you, she's Naya's gonna win by... on some shit, on okay. some shit because you got Tamina. I'm gonna say okay. Ronda wins in a squash match. Oh, okay, I can see that too. Ugh. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles WWE Championship. Oh, I want AJ Styles. Cliff, Bryan, Daniel Bryan. Uh, Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. Jules. Hi, uh, Drew McIntyre. Even- Cliff. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to go Finn Balor. Elias versus Bobby Lashley. Jules. Elias. <coughs> Cliff. Uh, Elias. SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Bar Usos. New Day. I think they're going to do New Day again. Cliff. I have to agree. I think it's going to be New Day. Natalia versus Ruby Wright in a tables match. Jules. N- Natty, with all the shit they've been doing with it, it's got to be Natty. Cliff. I'm going to take Ruby on this one. Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton in a chairs match. Jules. Mm, Rey Mysterio. Cliff. I got to go with Rey. Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander for the Cruiserweight Championship. Jules. Buddy. Cliff. Hey, Murphy. All right, and the last one and probably our most anticipated match is Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair versus Asuka for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte, Becky, Asuka, Jules. Becky. Asuka. Julie <laughs> <laughs> is just like, oh, I don't know. No, uh, I still I still stand by my choice, but if they go that route, I'm fine with it. I got Fabulous Truth, Dean. Braun, Rousey, Daniel, 
Asuka, Drew, Lashley, Bar, Natty, Buddy. I want Ray. My my, my brain says like my heart says Ray. But my brain says but, but but your brain says WWE. <laughs> so it's gonna be Orton. Yeah, it, it, it's so. just like the WWE. Mm. Um, so real quick, uh, thank you for staying with us for an hour long. Um, you can catch me at Martin Dew on Twitter and Instagram. You can see all of my current and new Blizzard hatred. Um, I'm venting off about those video games bullshit. Uh, Cliff is CM underscore Miller 23 on pretty much everything social media. So if you have it, it's there. And then, uh, Julie, do you have a tag now that people can find you? Yes. If you look up on Instagram, it's a little less Chewbacca like last time. Uh, also, I just opened up my Teespring store. Uh, so if you look up stores, uh, look up a little less Chewbacca like my name just hyphened between each word. Uh, and I have a promo code for the opening. If you use the promo code ALLJXMIS25, you get free shipping until the new year. So get you some weird shit. We're going to be putting up different designs every day. So look it up. If you give me some funny shit on Instagram, I may even put it on a shirt for you. Yeah, and then Cliff, uh, go ahead and throw out your Serotonics shit. Yeah, so you guys can um, go ahead, go to serotonics.net. Uh, we are selling t-shirts on there. It's a gym apparel company. It's definitely something that we love, uh, that I love. I love talking about it. Uh, so you guys can find it there at serotonics.net. You guys can even go to Facebook, or you can find us on Instagram as well as Twitter. And final sign-off, you guys can also catch Jubaka, Julie, and the Big Rod Dog Cliff on Get the KO podcast that is also here on Franken Culture, uh, usually up uh, Sundays, Mondays, uh, after recapping all of the weekends and weeks' fights. So make sure that you can catch them on that. Please support them in what they do because Cliff and Julie and the rest of the game that's on there do work really, really hard. So for Steve and the rest of the team here at Franklin Culture, uh, thank you for signing in and enjoy TLC this weekend. And we will see you hopefully next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.